On today's Smart 7, Sarah Everard Inquiry publishes findings, George Galloway wins in Rochdale and much more. It's Friday 1st of March, it's St David's Day and happy birthday Kesha. The Smart 7. It's news but not for news. Sarah Everard was murdered by serving police officer Wayne Cousins in March 2021. Her abduction, rape and murder shocked the country. And a report published on Thursday by the Angiolini Inquiry says Cousins should never have been a police officer at all. The report lists a litany of red flags that were missed by three different police forces and three separate investigations into his behaviour, including indecent exposure, were marred by police failures. The chair of the inquiry, Lady Elish Angiolini, said it's time for those with responsibility for policing to improve standards. Wayne Cousins was never fit to be a police officer. Police leaders need to be sure there isn't another Cousins operating in plain sight. Sarah's family said in a statement that she only died because Cousins was a police officer and called for the inquiry's recommendations to be implemented. Labour's shadow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper criticised Home Secretary James Cleverly for his lack of response. His response is too weak. Yeah. It is too little and it is too late. And the lack of urgency is unfathomable to me. The government has been repeatedly warned about failures around vetting and misconduct. Keir Starmer, this is for Gaza. Thursday saw a bizarre by-election in Rochdale, which featured no Labour candidate after Azhar Ali was deselected by the party, following an anti-Semitism row. That left the field to replace Labour MP Sir Tony Lloyd wide open, with Ali, along with George Galloway, Simon Dansick of Reform UK and Paul Ellison for the Tories all hoping for success. In the end, George Galloway comfortably won with a majority of 6,000, marking his seventh victory in four different cities for three different parties across four decades. He dedicated his win to the people of Gaza and had a message for both the Labour and Tory leaders. Keir Starmer and Rishi Sunak are two cheeks of the same backside and they both got well and truly spanked tonight here in Rochdale. Russia's President Vladimir Putin made his annual address to Parliament on Thursday. He spoke at length about how the West is trying to destroy Russia and how Russia would fight and defeat NATO if required with a threat to use nuclear weapons. His remarks came as the European Parliament held him criminally and politically responsible for the death of Alexei Navalny, whose funeral takes place in Moscow on Friday. The Russian elections are due to take place in two weeks, but with no serious opposition left, it's expected Putin will win easily. He did have thoughts too on how Russia can play a role as a global peacemaker, presumably after the war in Ukraine ends. All uh, efforts should be put in having negotiations with all the countries of the world in that respect. That is absolutely essential for all of us. Without Russia, there is no solid peace in the world. Donald Trump continues to battle with the law as the 91 times indicted, double impeached Republican contender for the White House in November. He's struggling in New York to get an appeal on the fraud judgment that requires him to post a bond of almost half a billion dollars. He's also wrestling with the district attorney in Georgia and fighting over documents in Florida. His biggest challenge, though, is the January 6th case and special prosecutor Jack Smith. But Trump had good news on Thursday in his bid to assert presidential immunity. Much to the surprise of legal commentators, the Supreme Court has agreed to hear Trump's appeal, but not until late April. 
Dave Arenberg is the Palm Beach State Attorney and a legal analyst for MSNBC, and he says that it's all a bit suspicious. Delay yeah. is a choice. And, you know, when the Supreme Court wants to move quickly, it does, like in Bush v. Gore in 2000. They consciously chose the opposite here. So it's abundantly clear that there is no cavalry coming to save our democracy. Only the voters can do that. Still to come on today's Smart 7, F1 is back in Bahrain, and Lulu would like some champagne, darling, right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. The Formula One season roars back into action this weekend after a chaotic pre-season which saw Lewis Hamilton announce he's signed for Ferrari in 2025. The first race of 2024 takes place in Bahrain, but weirdly it's on Saturday and not Sunday, so make sure you adjust your viewing plans accordingly. The reason why, if you were wondering, is because the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix is next weekend and there has to be a seven-day gap between races. There was a surprise in the second practice session as Mercedes managed to outmuscle Red Bull and saw Lewis Hamilton finish at the top of the board. We didn't really know where we stood on the C2 tyre. And then in this session, yeah, the car, we made some improvements over the session. Again, I don't understand. It's, it's a shock to see us where we are, but we'll, we'll take it for now. But we can't get ahead of ourselves. We need to keep our heads down, keep working on the setup. If I say Lulu, the chances are you'll say Lemon, but we're not talking high-end leggings, we're talking about actual Lulu. She's been a pop star since she was 15, way back in 1964, when she had her first hit with Shout, and she's had hits in pretty much every decade since, and now after 60 years of showbiz, she's ready to wrap things up with one final tour in April called Champagne for Lulu, and why not? I was 75 in November, and everyone says, you're going to celebrate, you're going to celebrate, and I go, honey, I've partied enough in my life. <laughs> so, partied, actually. But then, um, what about the 60 years you're going to have a party for? And the best way for me to celebrate was to do a few concerts. And I decided last year, I'm not going to tour again. There was sad news on Thursday, as one of Britain's best-loved TV cooks, Dave Myers, passed away at just 66 years of age. The hairy bikers, who've spent 20 years on our TV screens and on their beloved bikes, first met in the 1990s and shot to fame with their 2006 Hairy Bikers cookbook show on the BBC. Dave and his on-screen partner and best friend Cy King stood out from any other TV chefs as they loved to hit the road and their authentic and enthusiastic presentation won them many fans. Dave had been ill with cancer for a number of years but continued to make TV shows including their current series which is called The Hairy Bikers Go West. The two spoke about their joy at getting to make a final series. Rest in peace, Dave. It, it's been glorious, and the motorcycling's been glorious. What can I say? It just feels so good to be alive. Great that I'm back here with my best mates. You know, we didn't think that 18 months ago we'd be on the bikes again and wandering around Dave's backyard, and it's, uh, it's wonderful that we are. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.